This is the Co-Travel Podcast, and I'm Bob Piercy, bringing you conversations from professionals from in and around today's dental industry, exploring new and exciting topics that are affecting us all as we work to grow and succeed. Information you can consume on your time when you want to hear it. My name is Bob Piercy. Let's hit the road. Hey guys, Bob here. So I uh, hope you're doing well today. Um, so I'm actually online with uh, Holly Lloyd from Cable Kerr. So hey, Holly, thank you for doing this. I know you're just uh, super excited to jump online and have this chat today. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity. No, absolutely. And again, right now we're just trying to adapt to our new normal. We're trying to figure out what we're doing, how are we going to do our jobs in this post-COVID time. And, you know, for us reps, we're used to walking in dental office doors uh, every day of our lives. And right now, um, it's not really the thing to do, you know. Some offices are happy to have us in. Other offices are being more concerned, which is completely understandable. And mm-hmm. we just, again, with this whole series that I've started to do, trying to find a way to get in front of our, our customers, our clients. Um, there's important information coming out every day and every week right now, just in regards to the industry, in regards to sales and promotions and opportunities, and also just, again, adapting to life after COVID. And uh, so, yeah, I appreciate you doing this. Um, now, Holly, for the people that don't know who you are, the people that I, I can't imagine who that is, but there might be one or two out there, um, just please tell us, um, you're with Cable Curve. What do you do? What's your territory? What's, what range of products do you service and represent? Um, yeah, so I'm Holly with Cable Kerr. I'm also a registered dental hygienist. Um, I cover everything in northern Alberta, which is uh, everything above Airdrie now. So, um <laughs> I have a pretty large territory and I cover Cavo handpieces, uh, rotary, restorative, total care, and also the endo line. And, and, that, and that's, that seems to be growing kind of as the days, weeks, months, and years pass, doesn't it? You've uh, definitely expanded your portfolio a lot in the last little bit. Yes, I've definitely taken on a lot more responsibilities. <laughs> Well, good. I think that's I think that's only a good thing. Um, so when uh, when you and I were talking, Holly, and I, I, I kind of ran this idea past you of jumping on and doing this call, I said you really want to kind of you know provide value and service to our clients. We're really not trying to do this um, as a big sales push, uh, but really try to provide some valuable information. And when I asked you what you thought would be a good topic to discuss, you suggested um, handpiece maintenance and repair. Yeah, handpiece maintenance uh, is always an area that offices can improve. Um, I don't think I've gone into any office yet that is doing everything um, perfectly correct. Uh, the better you can take care of your hand pieces, the more money you're going to save, the less repairs, the less downtime. Um, so this is something that I'm really, really passionate about. I think it's important um, for people to have hand pieces that work because if they're working, then they're working and they're going to be happier long time cable customers. Absolutely. And, you know, it's one of those things that uh, it's, it's kind of like the cars we drive, you know, we get in every morning, we turn the key, it fires to life and we just take it for granted. And then we plan our lives around it, expecting, you know, no, uh, no service required, no, no breakdowns. But then when it happens, it just, you know, for us being reps, it ruins our day and it could be weeks or months potentially. So the service and maintenance is important there. And yeah, same thing with the dental office and the handpiece. They, they grab it, they expect it to work every single time, but they are you know, mechanical devices are, they're turning at extremely fast RPMs. And if they're not taken care of, they can also wear out very quickly. So um, what are some of the main, uh, the easiest fixes, the low hanging fruit that you see in dental clinics on a daily basis where handpiece maintenance and lifespan could be improved? Um, the biggest thing that I've noticed when taking care of your handpieces is definitely doing check maintenance. 
Um, most of the times when I go into a clinic and I ask them how often they're doing chuck maintenance, um, the dentist, the assistant, or whoever's in charge of it usually gives me a look like, I don't know what that <laughs> is, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so typically most offices, unless I've gone in there or unless they've had training or a ton of issues with their hand pieces in the past, this is not something that every clinic is doing, but can make a huge difference in how their hand pieces perform. And so just, again, because this isn't being done and it's a huge issue you see, most people watching this right now might not actually know what the chuck is, but the chuck is the actual, the head of the handpiece that actually grabs the, the, the burr and, 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 and spins it, correct? Yeah. So the chuck, as you can see right here, this is an M8900. Mm -hmm. The chuck is a mechanical mechanism inside the head of the handpiece. Also inside the head of the handpiece, you have what is called the turbine. And as you mentioned before, it rotates up to speeds of 440,000 RPM. That is really fast. So if we're not taking care of the head of the handpiece, you're definitely gonna see a lot of issues. You're gonna see burrs getting stuck. You're gonna have to wind the burr to get it going. Um, you're also gonna be sending it in um, much more frequently if you don't take care of it. And, um, and yeah, yeah, most handpieces and most offices have some sort of handpiece lubricator where basically they, they plug the handpiece in from the bottom after it's been cleaned and sterilized. Um, but how do you, um, either manually or with one of these uh, lubrication devices, how do you take care of the chuck? Yeah, so it's actually super simple. I have a bottle of Cabo spray right here. Um, and essentially what you wanna do is once a week, you wanna set aside some time and make sure you're doing this to all your handpieces. What you're gonna do is you're gonna place this into the head of the handpiece and then you're going to spray for a couple seconds. What this is going to do is it's actually going to break down anything that gets into the handpiece. So if you're, you know, composite, bond, uh, saline, blood, tooth structure, anything that might have accidentally got into the handpiece, mm -hmm. you're getting out. Um, after you've sprayed it with the Cavo spray, what you're going to do is you are going to run it through a normal cycle. So if you have a quattro carrier, you're just going to hook it up to the quattro carrier and put it on. If you have one of the other maintenance systems out there, you can also run it through that. Um, the nice thing about the quattro care is you can actually do chuck maintenance right on the unit. So you don't have to have a secondary system like the can of cable spray. Right. There's an adapter that goes on one of the stations that you use for, for chuck maintenance, correct? Yeah. It goes right onto the fourth port. Right. And then what you can do is you just put it into chuck mode and then you can run through all your hand pieces really quickly. Okay. And so um, regular hand pieces, um, obviously we generally say an operatory should have um, three per operatory, kind of one in use, one kind of ready to go. And maybe the third one's being sterilized. Um, yep. And so obviously those hand pieces are getting sterilized once or twice a day. Um, how often should they be going through the, the quattro care, the lubrication system, and how often should the chuck maintenance be done? Um, hand pieces should be uh, lubricated after, after every single use. Okay. And then chuck maintenance should be done once per week. Okay. And because really, when you put the, the hand piece uh, on, the, on the lubrication device, the quattro care for this case, um, yeah. the exact same quattro care spray is getting squirted in the back end of the hand piece. But then obviously, I guess my, my, my thinking is logic is the concern is that, that that pressure and force when it gets pushed in the backside decreases and doesn't have the same force at the chuck when it goes all the way through the back to the front as it, as it would if you do the, the, the weekly treatment from the, the chuck in, correct? 
That's exactly it. Um, it's like a deep cleaning right into the head of the hand piece. <laughs> and the nice thing about the Cabo spray or the Quatricare spray is it has a mix of both cleaner and lubricant. Okay. So not only is it oiling your handpiece, but it's also breaking down anything that has gotten into the head of the handpiece, dissolving it, and then is being pushed out through the purge. And so with, um, with handpiece maintenance, it like really, is, is that it? Is that 90% of the, the battle, just lubricating handpieces between each sterilization and doing chuck maintenance like once a week? Is that it? That's, that's one of the biggest things. Um, also, when we're doing handpiece maintenance, we want to avoid any type of chemicals. Um, so anything like cavi wipes or alcohol or any of the other wipes on the market. Um, I strictly advise against using any of them, even though I'd love my customers to be using more cavi wipes. Uh, it's just not in the best interest of the handpiece. Mm -hmm. So what we actually recommend is um, with some water and a soft bristle brush is just removing any of the debris that's on the handpiece running it through your sterilized or your lubrication system, bagging and sterilizing it. And that's okay. it. We just keep handpiece maintenance super simple. Okay, so um, yeah, uh, yeah, the dental assistant brings the, the, the tray of instruments and handpieces from the operatory into the sterilization center. Um, whether it's been a particularly messy procedure or, or not, you're saying, uh, is it cold water? Just rinse the handpiece with a toothbrush under cold water? <laughs> I think we have a, have, a, have a kid in the background, which is fine. Um, don't worry about it. Hey, this is, this is the new normal. This is, this is COVID. This is, that's okay. I was just saying, this is our new normal. We have kids in the background working, and so that's fine. I just saw a little blonde head walk by. That's super cute. Um, yeah. <laughs> don't worry. Um, okay, so uh, instruments come back from a, uh, any procedure, a, a, you know, messy procedure, simple procedure. You're saying rinse um, under cold water. Um, with a toothbrush, no chemicals, no soap, nothing at that point. We're not wiping our hand pieces with cavicide or any other alcohol cleaning um, towelettes. We're just yeah. cold water and then um, straight into the, the lubrication and then sterilizer. Yeah, you just don't want to give it a bath. Like just, just water on the soft bristle brush and then scrubbing it to get that debris off. Quadricare or handpiece maintenance system, bag and sterilize. And the concern with the chemicals is that the chemicals could either go through seams in the, in the, the casing or in the back end or the head. And then once they get in, into the sterilizer, where it's up to 137 degrees Celsius, that those chemicals then kind of get baked in and, and can damage seals, O-rings, motors, gaskets, all that stuff, right? That's exactly it, is what happens is they get baked in. And then okay. we don't want that. Awesome. Okay. No, this is great. So really, like, it's, it's and, and this could be thousands of dollars for a dental clinic over the course of a year, correct? Mm -hmm. Um, handpiece maintenance can definitely decrease the cost of ownership. Um, if you're buying a high quality handpiece, they should be lasting you a long time as long as we're taking care of them properly. And okay, so that's actually a, a great question because, you know, we, we discussed this kind of before we got on here that, you know, and rightfully so, like Cable Kerr and, and um, your handpieces aren't uh, entry level handpieces, they definitely are premium products. Um, and so with proper maintenance and the durability and the parts that you guys use, cost of ownership over the term could be much, much less than say a cheaper entry level handpiece. How many times, how long should a cable handpiece be repaired before it's actually being replaced? 
So typically, um, a turbine will last anywhere from 18 to 24 months with CAVO as long as it's taken care of properly, you know, no dropping, we're maintaining it, we're doing um, the chuck maintenance. Um, a, lot of, a lot of the other brands in the market will say a turbine lasts about a year. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, you are spending a little bit more on CAVO, but over the lifetime of the handpiece, you'll probably have a lot less repairs. Oh, good. It's, it's good to know. And, and it's, it's comforting for people that are they're making that investment that they want to make sure that that's going to, that's going to last. Um, and I guess I'm just trying to like, I don't want this to be too long. I kind of want to kind of wrap this up quickly. Um, uh, we, we all have busy lives. Is there anything else that we haven't really discussed that you wanted to mention during this, this call? Um, I wanted to go over something quickly for our current cable customers. Um, yeah, a lot of people don't know that inside of the M8900 and M8700, we have a water filter that should be checked about once a quarter. I'm just going to show you quickly how to do it. And then I'll show you on the M25L as well. So if you open this up mm. in here, what you'll see there's a little beige hexagon right there. Okay, yep, I see that. So in every cable box, when you purchase it, you'll get a little adapter like this. Almost everybody throws it out or you know, maybe they're upstairs um, or up in a cupboard in a box still, but this is what it's used for. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna insert this into here and over a safe space, so not over a sink, not over a garbage can, anything like that. Um, what you can do is you can actually take out the water filter and oh, wow. you can see right here that this one has a little bit of gunk and debris on it. Yep. So what you can do is very carefully with a soft bristle brush, um, some water and some air is you can attempt to clean it. If it easily comes off, then you can just reinsert the water filter and use it again. Um, if you take this water filter out and it's completely occluded, um, I would definitely recommend just putting in a new filter. Um, and typically in a lot of the cable boxes, there is a spare filter. So you can just take it out of there and then insert the new one, put it back in, and then we're gonna put this back on. There you go. That's simple, huh? And then if you're electric, in the bottom of the M25L or the MO5L, you'll see the same thing. You'll see a little beige hexagon right okay and you do the exact same thing with this what this water filter does is it actually protects the head of the handpiece from any hard water debris anything in your water lines and it stops it at the water filter before it gets to the head of the handpiece okay you can see this one is perfect there's no issues to it and if you're not sure if it's occluded you can always hold it up to the light and as long as you can see through it you know that um, the filter is still good. Now, I guess um, of your knowledge for for your competition, how many other hand pieces is that a common feature that most hand pieces have, or is that something kind of specific to Cavo? No, this is definitely specific to Cavo. So it is a nice little added feature um, that helps protect and extend the life of your hand piece. And I was just going to say that's probably one of the main things that helps extend your hand piece life from like you said, eighteen to twenty four months, as opposed to one year so okay that's that's uh some practical knowledge as to why that's why that difference is going to be there. that's that's awesome um well hey holly i think i think this is all that we need to discuss right now I, again i really appreciate this i think this has been great uh i, I do love the fact that your, your daughter ran 
across the back. That was awesome. Um, well, well planned, well executed, Holly. You're, you're, um, and so what I will do is I will include your uh, contact information in the email down below. So anyone has any questions, um, question for you. Um, if offices have questions and want you to, are you visiting clinics these days? Yes, I'm definitely visiting clinics. So if you guys have any questions, you want me to come in and go over handpiece maintenance with your staff, I'd be more than happy to do that. Yeah, and, and guys, me too. I'm visiting clinics as well, but really only on kind of an appointment or request basis. Uh, and again, you know, we'll come in with you know PPE and make sure we're being safe. And also any uh, any uh, levels you want us to adhere to will will match what you guys want um, by by all, by all means. Um, but yeah, again, hey, thanks so much. I appreciate doing this. Um, again, one last chat. Anything else you wanted to kind of mention before we kind of call it a day? No, I think that's about it for now. Um, but thanks for having me on. Uh, this was definitely my first one, and I look forward to doing some more of these with you. Yeah, and so one last call for you guys too watching this. Any questions you have for Holly that you want to kind of maybe suggest? Uh, we'd be happy to kind of think of a second conversation we could have here. But again, thanks so much for watching, guys. Uh, appreciate it. Be safe. All the best. And yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon. So bye for now, Holly, and uh, see you guys later.